Chicago Bears fans, welcome into another edition of the Chicago Bears podcast. Chris Black, Adam Abdallah, back on the show again. I feel like you guys are regulars at this point. Yeah, like you're, you're here a lot. <laughs> It's what we do at ESPN 1000. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're you guys building. are yeah. the ultimate fill-in. I'm not going to lie to you because <laughs> I, I'm thrown off now when I drive in midday and it's yeah. greeny. Like, it, it, it confuses me. Uh, no comment. <laughs> yeah. Back tonight. <laughs> Back Back to you. No, uh, listen, uh, Bears-Packers, it's a it's a Bears football Friday, the first real football Friday of the season. So we got to talk about Bears-Packers, the excitement, the buildup, all of that. Are you going? Yeah, I'll Are you be going to be at the game? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm allowing Abdallah to come with me. Oh, uh, thank you, so thank you for good. the tickets. Um, I'll buy you some beer. Yeah, it, it, should, be a fun, it should be a fun time. The weather's going to be perfect. I think, you know, rivalry games, you want to build it up. I'm already excited for the opener. Yeah. So Bears-Packers as the opener, I think some people could be super jacked for it. I kind of feel like um, you want to open with someone else sometimes because the Bears-Packers games are always huge. You want to look forward to it. I'm excited for the opener no matter what. It'll be even more uh, probably important based on the outcome of this game, based on the two quarterbacks, based on what the Bears have faced in this rivalry, what Aaron Rodgers against the Bears was like 25 and 5. You want to know like what? That. I don't actually know what the record is at this point, and I refuse to look it up because well, it every bad. time somebody yeah. says it, it's just like the Bears for well, sure have five wins. And Aaron, you can put any number for Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, like, I think there's a lot heading into this just because of the rivalry, the opener, the expectations that we have for the team for this season. So it's going to be a great time on Sunday. Man, I can't wait. Uh, Expectations are high, of course, on the Chicago Bears. We had Rob Domofsky on the pod yesterday, and he said, right, like, listen, Packers are dealing with some injuries as well, so there's a little bit concern around them. Christian Watson not out there. He's basically their number one guy. So we'll kind of see what that ends up being. But here's an exercise that I do want to do, right? When you when you when we talk about this Bears season, let's start here, Bears-Packers. What's our prediction going into tomorrow? What's the expectation? What are your thoughts, Abdallah? Uh, I mean, I think that it's weird because week one for both teams in the NFL, for any team in the NFL, like you're still working some stuff out. Like I remember going into the game against the 49ers last year. The talk was, yeah, the Bears aren't going to be very good this year. But the 49ers have an inexperienced quarterback starting yeah. because Trey Lance was starting that game. You've got the weather factor. And you might be catching the 49ers who have Super Bowl aspirations at the right time because not everything is going to go perfectly in the first game. I think both teams are going to play a pretty sloppy game. And tsunami. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, right? And then the Bears get a win. And then after that, it was they only got two more after that, right? So I think it's going to be a sloppy game on Sunday from, the, from both offenses. You've yeah. got to... A guy who in his first year uh, starting officially for taking over for the legend Aaron Rodgers. And you've got Justin Fields, who's in his second year in this offense. My goal for the team is that Justin Fields looks like the more experienced quarterback. I think the Bears are going to win the game. I still think it's going to be lower scoring, like Mm 21-17, something like that, 24-21. It's going to be close. It's not going to be very high scoring just because it's the beginning of the season. I mean, look what we saw last night yeah. from the Chiefs and the Lions. It was a low-scoring game. It was pretty sloppy out there from both teams. I kind of feel like that's how a lot of the week one, week two game goes because a lot of these starters don't play in the preseason and everybody's mad about it. And then they kind of, you know, use that time in the first couple of games. Not that they're not important, 
but you know, to work some stuff out and kind of go through some things and then you make your adjustments and you move on. I think the bears win. It's going to be sloppy. 21, 17, 24, 21. I think that's the weird part about all of this, right? Like we, I think we're all in agreement that like, we don't care that much about preseason. I'm not worried about preseason games. I'm fine that they didn't play Justin Fields because he's alive. Unlike most of the bears that were in preseason, right? Mm -hmm. He's still fine. We're good coming into the season. But your first two games of the season, you basically look at them and go, oh, well, find a way to win, I guess. You know, <laughs> like you just you're not they're not as prepared as maybe they once were coming into week one in the season. But you come in a little bit healthier. So the trade off is weird there. But I think the the one thing that I want to see starting this game off is one, like you said, the competence from the quarterback position. But. Last season, we didn't even see guys that can do their job on a simple basis. Mm-hmm. We had an entire team of Kadarius Tonys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, uh, Max Mark uh, Markham, we talked about him on, uh, a couple days ago. He put out a list of all the guys who were on this Bears team last season that were starters. Most of them aren't in the league anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. free agents. Yeah. So I just want to see guys on Sunday that can do their jobs and look like they – are number ones or number twos in the position that we're putting them in, not fours and fives that we're like, that's the best we got. Well, and I think, Pat, that's where we've talked on the podcast before about how the talent level that Ryan Poles has taken this team from where it was last year to where it is now. I think you're going to see that. Oh, yeah. I think you're going to see it on Sunday. Um, I think offensively, you know, if there's concern about the offense starting slow, last year their offense in the first drive of, of games – was pretty good, pretty, pretty successful. Elite, yeah. They scored a lot of touchdowns. They put points on the board. I think if this offense is able to play from the front and not have to play from behind where Fields is expected to throw on multiple downs late in the game, I think they really will have a recipe to win because they ran the football so well last year. If this defense is just improved just by a little bit and they can get a lead early, you know, put the, put the score 17-6 heading into the third quarter. Right. Right. Like, I think that will allow the development of the quarterback to kind of showcase itself. Right. Like, is he the type of guy in that spot who then basically goes out there and does nothing for a full quarter? And then we get to the fourth and it's 17 14. And now it's a game. Or is this the type of guy who this season could then, out of halftime, put another 14 on the board and just say, all right, who's next? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, head into the fourth quarter, allow the defense to be good, run the football, end a game, win it, you know, 31 to to 14, whatever, yeah. 17. And That'd like, be great. <laughs> like, that's the development we need to see because I think, uh, I think we all agree he's special. He can get it done. He's just inconsistent. Yeah. And I think the consistency would be we saw last year at times at the start of games, the Bears score. And four fields to look good. And then we saw at times at the end of the game when there was desperation that he was like missing a starter. Yeah. You mentioned guys who were like fifth and sixth string and guys who are not even. Byron Pringle. But like those. (laughs) We just cut Dante Pettis. He was third in receptions on our team. Yeah. Those, those drops and those poor plays by others around the quarter. Like that's what I find uh, this weird thing that's happened in the last two and a half, three weeks in this city uh, is that for some reason now field sucks. It's as if people didn't recall watching the games last year. (laughs) No, seriously. No, you're a hundred percent right. Last year where the quarterback did enough to win 
others let him down. Yeah. It happened multiple times. He put the ball on the spot. He he made the right read. Guys dropped the football, or there were lazy turnovers, wherever the case may be. And for some reason, people have now resorted back to this idea that he sucks, he's Trubisky 2.0, that he can't actually get it done. He put them in position to win games last year. The rest of the team didn't have the same talent level. Now, is this a rant on Fields being an MVP? No, it's not. But I think they can win football games, and I think he's going to develop. And with a number one wide receiver, with some guys coming into their own, how about two tight ends he can oh, use yeah. now, Tunyon and Komet? I mean, mm -hmm. I think things are going to be a little bit different this season, and that's why I think Sunday is so exciting. That's where I think a lot of people get confused, right? Because <laughs> there's there's this thought process of he's either got to be Mahomes or he's garbage. And that is the dumbest thing in the world because the quarterbacks, realistically, I mean, if you, if you like Justin Herbert, okay, cool, right? I think he's Phillip Rivers 2.0, but Phillip Rivers is going to be a Hall of Famer, right? But quarterbacks, like, maybe at best 5 through 15, you could swap them around on different teams and be like, yeah, same guy. Yeah, I saw him mm -hmm. over there. It, like, I, I've said this a couple of times. There's a bunch of Kirk Cousins in this league. And... But if Justin Fields all of a sudden turned into a Kirk Cousins type of passer, Chicago would lose its mind because it'd be like, oh, my God, not only do we got a 4,000-yard passer, which is like 250, 60 yards a game, something like that. Yeah. It's, it's not crazy elite, but it's like, oh, my goodness, we also have a guy who can run the football in. We also – right? Like, so I think the narrative changes. And, like, even last night, you, you know how it is, Chris and, and Adam. At the end of the day, we go back and we look at the stats. Last night is going to be Pat Mahomes through a pick six. It's not going to be Kadarius Tony got a ball that hit him in the hands, both hands. I don't know, a few times, though. And then so it popped up and it went I the mean, other way. I mean, if you like, saw th those drops, I mean, I, I feel like But, but we could say the same thing about Fields last year. Yeah, yeah, but this I feel like with the Chiefs, this is going to be a game where you look back and you at the end of the season when they're in the AFC Championship game again, <laughs> and you're going to say, look, man, they, they finally paid Chris Jones. <laughs> Travis Kelsey got healthy. Kadarius Tony's uh, a, he's like the third option yeah, now. For yeah, them. Yeah. Like they're not relying on him, so yeah. I, I feel like they're going to use their weapons too a little bit better. Like this is the Chiefs. I'm least concerned about the yeah. Chiefs and how this last night's game is going to affect them. And you know, talking about Justin Fields' stats, we went through it um, on a Black and Abdallah show once, where I just want like five more from. Justin Fields. And Pass what I mean was. is, well, no, because like I went through Jalen Hurts' numbers and mm -hmm. what he had last year. And if you go up five percentage points on his completion percentage, if you go five more touchdowns passing, take away five interceptions, like that's an insanely successful season for Justin Fields. So he only has to improve. Like he doesn't have to make this huge leap. Yeah. Like, yeah, we all, oh, he got, he's got to be a better passer. He's got to be a better passer. Of course he does. But he doesn't have to be like that insanely better no. for the Bears to be successful. Yeah, they got blown out. But Justin Fields doesn't play defense last I checked, right? Like, we've all been talking sure? about the Packers, the Pack. Well, I mean, some people think he does, but he does they, return they, they, punts. They had the worst defense in the league last year, but somehow <laughs> but it was Fields Justin Fields' sucks. fault, right? That's that's <laughs> last year against the Packers. They lost the second game against the Packers. They lost, but everybody was talking about how out wow, that was a really good game. Well, from it was Justin his, Fields. his high in passing yards, two fifty four exactly. against the Packers. So I mean, you finally saw him moving the football down the field. You know what's funny, Abdallah is. Uh, you mentioned the game last night, and uh, we we're talking about this. Uh, we we don't have a show today. 
Uh, Black Doll will be back on Sunday uh, for the pre-pregame show. Pre-pregame show. 11. Uh, so this, was, this is what I was thinking. If, if we were on air today, this would be my topic. Ready? NFL kickoff, Lions win, Chiefs lose, uh, the drops, Mahomes. You mentioned, like, looking back. Did last night matter? Because, like, Ooh. we're because this is what's going to happen, right? If the Lions go on a Super Bowl run, yeah. I think people will point to the opener and say they it showed mattered. us yeah. that it mattered, it right? Mattered. But I think if Kansas City proceeds to be the number one or two seed in the AFC and the Lions kind of navigate like nine and eight waters, still right? in the division, but like they win really the division, the but yeah. like they have some struggles at times. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think last night really will have that much of an impact because go back to previous years. Like, the games, the first game, the opener, week one, it rarely actually matters to what the teams are when we get to November no. or we get to December in playoff time. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on, right, though, kind of how your schedule plays out because that's a game that we all had penciled in for a loss for Detroit that is now in the win column. Yeah. So I, I kind of think, not to say that you're wrong, right? But I think of um, and when Briggs and McKee talk about the 0506 season where they end up going to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl, mm-hmm. everybody had the Bears pencil for a loss versus Brett Favre and the Packers. Sure. They sack him six times. He throws four interceptions. They win that game and then they go on, of course, the run. Rex Grossman, looking like the greatest quarterback of all time, helped with that for six weeks. But what they talk about is we then knew that we beat that. We could beat anybody. We could else. do anything more. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, Kansas City faces off against Jacksonville next week. If they lose against Jacksonville, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe it did ma- yeah. matter, right? But if they show up and they you know, win a normal game against Jacksonville, if they pay Chris be, Jones right. on Wednesday. And I, I will give, I will <laughs> give, you know, in the conversation, doesn't matter. I will give credit to the Lions to fight back in that game and to win it and to win it in a smash mouth kind of style at the end. Yeah. That was a hard nose. That was an impressive win. They turned it into a Lions. That was an impressive win for the Lions. So, like, if they want to make a statement, they made the statement. Now they have to kind of continue on because it is possible. There are two frontrunners in the NFC, Eagles and 49ers. There are a lot of people who are very high on the Cowboys. But then, outside of those three, (laughs) it's essentially wide open. It's wide open. Mm -hmm. And Detroit could walk right into that spot. So, I mean, I, I think last night I could see an argument being made that it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I also could see that, you know, uh, recency bias. We could we could sit here uh, at the end of October, maybe like, yeah, I mean, that was a fun game to watch. But like the Lions then lose three of their next four right. or, you know, Mahomes is on fire for the next two months. Like, who knows how it'll actually turn out? It's it's going to be interesting to see because, right, like that the same question can be asked about this Bears-Packers game. Does it matter? Because if the Bears come out of this with a win, you you haven't. But it feels like you've slayed the beast. It feels like Justin Fields is getting over the hump. You start off the season one and zero. It depends on, of course, how the game looks. Right? If it looks very much like last night's game, well, it's, it's different. But you're still in it in the division versus not only are we behind the Lions, we're also behind the Packers. If we lose this game, who knows what Minnesota's well, going to do? I think they'll be like, bad. 
take the green and gold off of them, right? Like, just think of the situation. It's the ugliest uniform. I understand that. Sports. But just think of the situation. Have you ever stared at the Packer helmet it's, or the it's uniform? Many it's times. The, it's it the, is it's the, the worst times. looking thing on the planet. Is it worse than the Steelers stripes? Those yeah, are they, awful. Yeah, but they, those, those colors at least um, – they 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 go together. The the green and the violent yeah. yellow. Violent just, yellow. <laughs> yeah, it, it, is, it is just brutal. I it mean, is, I the fact that. that people buy that merch and wear it around. Oh, good luck to you. And it's heavy name. green too. It helps with hunting, though. You know. Yeah, I do. I like the Eagles green a lot better than the. Yeah, it's it's green. a much better green. Yes. Yeah, it's a Kelly much, green, much better green. green. It kind of looks like your shirt green. Yeah, well, the the you. green you're wearing. It's a nice so, shirt. Okay, like just the situation. Is you've got a third year quarterback, second year in the system. Right. He was very, he was decent last year. 100%. Uh, he, you know, is supposed to make, you've got him a number one wide receiver. You got him a new offensive line. Look at the other side, right? A team in transition, a guy who's a first year, like it's not his first game playing, but it's a second. It's his, it's, yeah, but <laughs> it's like it's his first year as a starter. <laughs> They've got a bunch of injuries coming in. Like right. we'll get the final injury report later today. But on it, just because it's the Packers, there's so much more weight on it. If it wasn't the Packers, that this would be everybody would be saying, "Well, I mean, yeah, this is obviously a winnable game for the Bears." But because it's the Packers, there's so much more pressure put on this game. And I get it's a divisional game. If this was the Vikings, we'd probably say or the Lions would be saying the same we'd thing. We'd be saying the same a thing. Yes. Transition. But if this was a team like last year, like in the 49ers, you'd be like, "Oh, we could get them." Like this, but because it's the Packers, because they're wearing the ugly green and gold, like there's so much more emphasis put on it. I get it's a division game, but because it's the rival, because they've been beating you with a hammer for the last 30 years, like there's so much more pressure on this game that if they go out and end up losing this game, it means to me nothing well let me it doesn't mean like what we were talking about before to me it still doesn't mean anything because you can still have a successful season i right. don't think this team is going you to the can. super bowl yeah, yeah. i don't think that this team is going to be uh, a team in the nfc championship game what i want to see is a good game from justin fields i want to see the defense give jordan love some problems but if it's a close game and they end up losing on a field goal they can still beat the bucks you're probably going to lose to the chiefs you still have winnable games on the schedule and as long as the end of the season gets here when we're talking in january right. that this team is still have won more games they've won seven or eight games that justin fields looks better if it's an l at the beginning of the season it's not going to look any different like it doesn't matter to me that much like of course i want to win the game i'm a bears fan i want to win the game but to me, like at the end, the end result, like we were talking about with the Lions and the Chiefs, the goals for the Bears this year are different than the goals for the Lions and the goals 100%. for the Chiefs. The goal is still make sure Justin Fields gets better, still continue to build as a team, and have people talking about you the way that they're talking about the Lions at the end of last year going into this year. I disagree with you completely. This is why the game matters. They're talking about it, not us. The Bears players the Bears have put talking. it on. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but they're being asked. Justin they're just Jones, answering no, the questions Justin that Jones being is... He is, just brings it up. He's <laughs> calling out a beatdown of the pack. He's bringing it up. Well, they, yeah. the players are talking about it. And they're it, putting the pressure means, on themselves. Which Yes, exactly. Which yeah. means it, it actually does mean it's a big deal. And I'd say, like, you know, they may lose the game. And that may not be the end of the world. There is only one outcome... On Sunday, that could happen. That would be 
uh, code red, end of the world type of situation. Oh, if they and, get, and yeah. They get dominant. Look, if Jordan no, Love comes out it's there. It's not even that. It's if Jordan Love outplays Justin Fields yeah, yes. by a wide margin, yes. it is going to be a major problem. Oh, on Monday's Monday. going to be. Now, now See, the Bears, here's the like, tough part. Fields can, <laughs> Fields can play well, and the offense can look okay. Right. And they can still lose 31-28 or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. That is possible. Because they need but defense there. If Jordan Love goes out and throws for four touchdowns, no interceptions, yeah. Justin Fields throws 17 passes and goes 9 of 17 for 108 yards. Uh, he has 14 scrambles, six sacks, yep. and two picks. Yeah. This will be a major yeah. problem. Of course it is. But because that's, that's nuclear for the team, though. Yeah, that's nuclear because your de- your defense got defense. cooked by Jordan Love. Right. Just you're, you're, Luke Getze isn't throwing course, the football enough. Course. Like that, well, yeah. that's and then is, is that's the nuclear on every quarterback. Is the quarterback developing? He has weapons. Yeah. There's no other excuses now. I mean, that will be a problem. But if it's like the first game last year against the Packers, where Aaron Rodgers was kind of more selective with what he was doing, and they were just handing the ball off left and right. I don't think it's that big of a problem. But don't be surprised on Sunday afternoon if Jordan Field, uh, Jordan Love takes that team down the football field well, and scores not. touchdowns. Well, here's the deal. I wouldn't still be surprised. Do y'all, re- yeah. do y'all remember this, though? When we've seen Jordan Love, right, he's kind of gotten in in those run-the-script moments. Yeah. He can run the script. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His offensive line is really, really good. He can stand back there and run the script. The question mark on Jordan Love is going to be, okay, the script's over now. What do you do? Well, the Bears just, did that just too. like Mitch could run the script. Yeah. Well, so oh, yeah. could Fields. Fields was great. The Bears were great at scoring on their first first drive. drive. Last year. Yeah. And you'd be like, all right, maybe they got some. Nope, they don't. Like it was over very quickly yeah. because every other team was just piling on and piling on. But coming out last year, and Justin Fields has always been like this, even with Matt Nagy as head coach. Like they were very good in the scripted play. Get down the field. Like those, those first your game plan going in the first two drives. They were very successful. Yeah. It was when you have to make adjustments and you're making moves on the fly and that kind of stuff. That's when they started to struggle last year. So you have to be able to overcome that. But I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of the first two drives, it's tied at seven. Well, yeah, and, and I think that's where if disaster scenario uh, arises and Jordan Love looks awesome. <laughs> and It is. It you know, really obviously, is. If he cooks, it's just we're, well, gonna, yeah. we're all going to be putting out fire. Well, but it, it's going to be... <laughs> Fields commentary is going to be number one. Yeah. But if Jordan Love goes out there and torches the defense, Matt Eberflus is going to be squarely, directly in the hot seat. 100%. Defense. Because defense. he's yeah. a defensive coach and they have upgraded that defense. Yeah. But they've see, got the linebackers, a lot of money. Edmonds and Edwards. They have Ngakwe now. Yeah. I mean, Walker is a player that uh, they go out and sign the offseason. They have upgraded. Everybody's healthy on the defense. At every spot they've got the two young tackles in the middle to kind of push the the vets they got it all Mm -hmm. if they get torched that is going to be a major story my point is is if we come out and like i said 24 21 24 17 and it's sloppy and the bears end up winning or losing it's just like okay well they both looked not great. It looked like the first game. Of it the looked season like the first game of the season. Pre-season. There's gonna, yeah, that's which the phone is call which would be is they, which they would be a lot worse Packers wise, right? Because Jordan Love played. Yeah, I mean, Jordan Love got more reps. I'm still in there. not. Yeah. I'm not gonna change my mind about whether or not Justin Fields needs to play in the preseason. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fine with it. Game. I'm fine with it. But I think here's the thing too, right? And this is where I want a lot of Bears fans to to like 
look at it and just be like, okay, yes, we've lost to the Packers. What is it? 22 to five, whatever it is. 24 mm-hmm. to five, 30, 106 to five. to five, whatever it is. Yeah. We won five, right? It's not yeah. good. My issue is that that didn't keep us out of the playoffs. That didn't keep us from going to the Super Bowl. The Bears did that. The how the regime was run, how the organization was run, lack of quarterback play, lack of offensive linemen. Like the team did that itself. Because guess what? There's 14 more games you can go out there and win. Yeah. And we weren't good at winning those either. So what I want people to understand is if Jordan Love is good, fine. Jordan Love's good. Maybe he is the next coming of Aaron Rodgers. That's okay. Do we have an Aaron Rodgers here? Do we have a Jalen Hurts here? Do we have a Patrick Mahomes? Do, mm-hmm. do we have anything? Do we have a Kirk Cousins here? Yeah. Right? Like, that's really what the outcome of this game, to me, is is a major focus on. And I think the weird part about Bears-Packers week and starting the season on this is, like, we all are kind of, like, shell-shocked. So we're just like, they could actually beat us. On paper, when I look at this team, the Bears have the better team. Oh, yeah. By a mile. I think so, too. Like, I don't Um, think Joe Barry can coach. (laughs) They do have some good defensive players. But I don't Um, think Joe Barry knows where to put them. But I think offensively now, I think the Bears do have the edge. You know, running back, Green Bay, you could probably lean there. But I like the wide receiver core. I like the tight ends better. Um, The offensive line, I think, is a question mark. We'll see how it handles. Uh, You know, we're recording this... uh, (laughs) We're recording this podcast on uh, Friday morning. We'll find out what goes on with Nate Davis today. Yeah. Uh, didn't practice yesterday. I don't know. It's a it's a weird situation. Maybe he shows up on Sunday and he's great. Doesn't matter. There's no problem in the right side of the line with Wright and Davis. Just kick ass. Like that's possible. But, but the to, I don't know. Right. I don't know what Nate Davis is going through. I saw the, the clip circulating Twitter yesterday where like Matt Nagy comes up to him, says, are you OK? Shakes his hand, all that. Nate Davis looks upset about it. I don't know what's happening, but I know David Bakhtiari didn't practice yesterday. And I asked Rob Domofsky about that. And he was just like, Bakhtiari doesn't practice. Bakhtiari hasn't practiced like, he in never like practiced. four years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like, he's, he doesn't he's believe been, in practice. He's been on the injury report for like <laughs> yeah. the last four yeah. seasons. Like he's on the template. So maybe Nate Davis is just that. Like maybe, like yeah, listen, maybe. and Bakhtiari, if you go out there though, and you're great. Like, Bakhtiari has played yeah. uh, successfully for a long yeah. time. Well, I don't think so, Nate I mean, Davis has been. Right? He was good in Tennessee. Yeah. I their do, best offensive lineman. Listen, I, I, I do think that I there agree. was the like, hey, this guy doesn't practice. I don't like that. I agree with you. <laughs> if he plays and he's good, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't matter. It's something that we talk about now because we don't know, right? Like if we if this was like the third year of Nate Davis being here, not really participating in the off season, yeah. and then he goes out there and plays sixteen of seventeen games and mm-hmm. is a Pro Bowl level guard, then. Then it's fine with me. I don't care. <laughs> I will, we'll never like que- they're, questioning they, Allen Iverson about practice is the funniest thing in the world because you knew he could step on the court and put up thirty. But there's if also, you go out there and put up thirty, I got nothing yeah, to say to yeah, you. It's also sure. human nature to it's naive to not understand that there's a difference between practicing and the real deal. Yeah, and some guys can just turn it on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and some guys can just be better than anyone else when the moment happens others have to work desperately uh hard at the at the craft to try and even get to that level who knows we'll find out i, I think mean, that there's a difference too because from what we've learned from matt eberflus in his second year is that he treats every player as an individual oh right? yeah 100%. and if you need a, a veterans day fine if you are need a, another ramp up day all the guys he said are you like, ramping i'm not ramping i've been ramped 
I'm ramping. I'm I'm pre. Today is a. I'm is ramping ramp. legal? I took two scoops of two is, scoops of pre ramp. Is ramping illegal? Can we talk about ramp. that on the podcast? Yeah. I think our station, did they give you that yesterday? Is that what? Yeah, yeah. That's what they gave. Yeah, you? but here's the thing. So like, our station but, should release an injury report every week. Oh, and, and on who's I'm ramping. always, I'm always and designate uh, who's questionable, who's limited, who's ramping. I'm always who has a rest day. Yeah. But like Vrabel seems like your goes ramping Monday, Monday through Friday. <laughs> from the quotes going around from Vrabel, he seems like a very everybody on the team is the same. Yes, and we don't really like. Yeah, he said a military it, we, style. We don't like guys that don't like to practice or that don't like right. to do off season workouts. And if you don't want to be here, then we don't want you to be right. here. And it's like okay, well, when you hear fine. that, yeah, that's fine. You can be that way. But each coaching staff handles their players differently. And Eberflus might be handling. I'll give Eberflus credit this. In his first year as a head coach, a lot of those dudes last year, after that losing streak, could have been like, you know what? This guy just ain't it. Because we saw it from other coaches who have been here before. And everybody on that on that team bought into every single thing he's ever said. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this. Uh if there was a major off the field issue we between Nate it. Davis and the coaching staff or polls. Why have there been no actual reports? We would have heard about it. I, everything comes real, out. The real, reports, real reports. That's, that's it. The everything reports comes out. that so we I, have not, heard. I'm not following uh, the Twitter thread thing. We're not doing that. Yeah, no. I want real reports. And that, that's, that's, what reports. I was, that's what I was seeing, right? Like you saw a bunch of this stuff where it was like, this is what I'm hearing is happening. And I was like, well, who right. are you? Like, and it's not the discredit, like, who am I, right? It's not to discredit anybody uh, that's hearing these things. You're more than welcome to discredit. But, I but like, look I, at what happened. I don't know you. Look at what's going on with the White Sox, right? That stuff came out, right? The stuff yeah. that's going Players on. Players on the record. On the record. Yes. Went on the came record. Out. And Football some and off the record. So no, but still, know, locker rooms are locker rooms, right? But there's and more more people on a football team. More people can chirp. Yeah. yeah. More people could say some, something. If, yeah. if something, like. I'm I think if I think about it, the NBA it is like high school. Everyone talks in the NBA. But I think the question Everything is, right, wins. do they know? Right? Because all that all that right, if you're if you're a Bears player and you're upset that Nate Davis isn't practicing or whatever but it who is, is. That's not even that hasn't even No, no, I get you. But you know I'm, I'm saying, saying like if you were that person, I can say I'm upset about him not practicing because I have to practice. But I've got this list of things that he's accomplished in the NFL already, and he's a lot better if he was doing that. But there. I don't think anybody like is. it's the unknown. I don't right? think anybody is out there because I of. Think but would you, what I'm saying is, would you say something now? Because technically, you're like, well, he's done this his whole career, and he's well, been if you, good. If you want a spot, do I know? Yeah. You want a spot? Well, I guess so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I guess. I, I, I guess I'm if saying, that's the case, well, then yeah. prove yourself worthy of it. Listen, Lucas Patrick spent a lot of time in that spot, and everybody was like, "Hey, Nate, you still good? You alive? You're good yeah, to go." Right? You know what yeah, I mean? Like, exactly, I don't think exactly. I don't think he's got a spot. <laughs> I, I think if um, if there were real reports out there that yeah. there was an issue, I think I would be more concerned. Yeah. The fact that it's just mysterious has led everyone to speculate. So Which is whether, the worst. Whether or not you have sources or whatever the case may be, I just think it's interesting. We'll find out on Sunday if he shows up and plays. Okay, I hope maybe, he does, maybe it's I don't not a big deal. Talk about him ever again. Oh my God. I hope I hope he's just dominant. Like I might have to talk about it today. If he doesn't practice today, yeah. will he play on yeah. Sunday? I don't know. 
I'll check real quick. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the uh, I don't think the report, report is out Eberfus yet. speaks at one o'clock. Yeah, it's so. usually it usually comes out after that. Let's finish it off on this real yeah. quick because I don't want to. Uh, you guys have a you know, show to do, but uh, I, I do want to finish it out on this. We don't have to go through it, yeah. but I think in our minds we all have a number that we think is realistic for the Bears, right? I got the Bears at most in my mind. They're a nine win team. When I went through the schedule yesterday, <laughs> I came out with eleven. I don't know how I did it. I swear, and I and I'm and I'm being one hundred percent. I got them losing to the Chiefs. So that's I got them losing to the that's Broncos. A that's a, right. Yeah. And, that, and I, but the it's Broncos. it's. I, I got them losing to the Broncos. I think that Ru- I think Sean Payton and Russ is going to be a, a, a bounce back. I do. What I, have you seen that says they can do that? I, well, listen, they played them into the second quarter of a preseason game. We'll see. Well, hopefully, it worked. Stop being a baby. That's, that's what he told us. I'll tell you this. I, and I've been saying this for months now, for weeks now. In the first eight games, yeah. there are six games that are winnable. There are six that's, winnable that's games. That's the question I was going to ask. Game. When the you Chiefs look at the, the schedule, yeah. what do you see that you're like, this is my number, I still but think, this is what I see that they can win? I still think they're an eight or nine win team. I think they go over the seven and a half. Right. However, when I do the thing that you did yeah. where you go through the schedule, I'm like, they could win six games before November. <laughs> Like they could. I, I, for a second when you said, I thought you were going to say 16. No, 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 He's flipped this whole script out of it. Like if you look at it. The, okay. fir- the first two games I have is a win. I got the first Chiefs as a loss. But if, the, a loss. but if Matt Nagy's still coaching that team on the offensive okay. side. Commanders are going to be, Broncos I think aren't going to be as tough as everybody thinks they're going to be. Commanders is, is tougher, I think, because it's a short week on the road that Thursday night football. I think that's a prove get, it though. You get the Vikings at home, you yeah. get the Raiders at home, yeah. and then you have to go to LA to face the Chargers. I think they lose to the Chargers. But you can't tell me that those first six games besides the Chiefs and the Chargers aren't winnable. They're all, yeah. They're winnable. Chiefs, mean they're gonna? Chiefs and Chargers, probably not. Five and three, six and two yes. is insanely good for me. All right. So quickly, and when you get there, then you start looking at the rest of the schedule and you're like, yeah. oh, these are a lot of little So bigger. quickly, this is the way I look at it. I look at the opponent's uh quarterback and I kind of judge it based on that right. and the instability that teams will have when the Bears face them. And yes, you could say the same goes for the Bears from the opponent's 100%. side mm-hmm. as well. Uh I have them at nine wins. I think what's going to be fascinating is they have multiple games against teams that are in the same little cloud in the NFC. They'll be fighting for the playoffs. Falcons, Saints, Commanders, those are all teams with questionable quarterback play who are going to be fighting for a wild card spot just like the Bears. If things improve uh, defensively here in Chicago, I think the Bears can get some of those games. I think they get to nine wins. I think they can sneak in as a wild card team. And I think the end of the season, too. Yeah. I I, I go, did like you where I'm like, okay, they can well, win listen, the first you, six and those. then it's like you go Cardinals, Cardinals Falcons, Falcons. Yeah, like Falcons at home Falcons. in when is that? Is that December? It's in December. December thirty first. Come on. You think the Falcons are gonna want to be here in December? <laughs> Kyler doesn't want to be here and he, oh, he might actually I mean, have to just, play that game. <laughs> at that point, Fields should be better than Desmond Ritter. Yes. He should be. Yeah. Fields should be he should be Desmond Ritter to start. The yeah, season. yeah, he should be. Uh, he, the we Browns should, right? game we shouldn't is be, be questioning. The Browns game is going to be tough. I think the Browns are going to be a better team. Yeah, I, I have us losing to yeah. the Browns. Like but, I sit here and I go through this and I'm like, you know, I see the losses. But they should beat the Cleveland, Kansas yes. City, uh, the Chargers, mm-hmm. Los Angeles Chargers. Those are teams you, you'll probably lose those games. Detroit, who knows? You may, you may I get think they swept. split with Detroit. Split with Detroit. Split with the Vikings. There's enough. See, I got a sweep. I think the Vikings fall off a cliff. 
I think they, I think the Vikings get the like three and four, and then they're going to be like, it depends. I don't like Kirk. It's tough. All right, I, we, I always we have assume to go produce Carmen and Yurko. Right, yeah. yeah, we got I a whole other show I to do. Assume they're going to split the division. Yeah, yeah. So. I love. Listen, the fact that we have more conversation and not enough time to do it, I love that. Hey. Appreciate Black and Abdallah coming on. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Chicago Bears podcast. Your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again. Peace.